For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. flag and the Trans-Pacific Trade Partnership have in common? I'll give you a hint. It has to do with sovereignty. The Monica Perez Show starts now. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB every Saturday from 3 to 6. And I see, as a libertarian, as a uh, concerned citizen, I see that we are walking down, marching down, being marched down the road to serfdom. I see our rights slipping away. I see the Constitution being violated by the people who swear to defend it. I see it all. But I can't panic because I got a life to live. I got to get my kids to soccer. I just, I can't freak out about it. But the past couple of weeks, I have really started to panic. I really think a few things that have been happening signify that the pieces of the puzzle, I've always said, they they aren't storming your house with the SS and the revolution is here or the totalitarian dictatorship has committed a coup. What they're doing, in my opinion, has been What they have been doing is putting the pieces of the puzzle together. And then when they're all ready to go, they're going to lock them in to a like totalitarian state that may not be as obvious as the fascism or communism of the 20th century, but will will dictate everything about our lives, cut off our options, guide us down a path, uh, diminish our rights. And I have felt I really started being extremely concerned about this a couple of weeks ago when the Trans-Pacific Trade Partnership, the fast-track authority Obama wanted, was in Congress. I did a show on a Friday. Congress kind of derailed Obama. This was all the hubbub. He derailed Obama. They're not giving him fast-track authority. I got on the air the very next day and said, I don't buy it. They are going to give it to him. He's going to get what he needs. They've been working on this particular document for at least six years, if not a decade. The bigger picture of how to how to stitch together the Western world they've been working on for 40 years at least. And the whole world government big picture they've been working on for like 100 years. They meaning a very clearly defined power elite that you can read books that they've written you can read their quotes you know what they're doing and when i saw what was happening here with this trans-pacific trade partnership first of all it's a secret so we can't really examine it and then you can't really assess it so you have to rely on these dribs and drabs that in itself the fact that this is a secret even if they pass it it's not supposed to be revealed for four years the fact that it's a secret agreement executed by our representatives in itself should be uh, is an atrocity against the sovereignty of the American people, against our rights. So who do they think they are? Where do they think they get their rights from? So that in itself, 
is it should be a deal breaker for any uh, any actor in good faith who claims to be a representative of the people. Jeff Sessions, the Republican senator in Alabama, did have a couple of press releases warning us about the apparatuses that this thing is going to put in place from economic levers, uh, legislative, basically legislative, judicial kind of power. Uh, There are a lot of things that are really violate our Constitution and what the Trans-Pacific what the Trade Promotion Authority, the TPA, the fast track Congress gave Obama recently. So I said that they were he was going to get it, and he did. He is getting it. It, it. it was Congress abdicating its constitutional responsibility to advise and consent on treaties, to have a super majority, like a two-thirds majority, to, to accept it or reject it. This Trade Promotion Authority has Obama... Negotiating this deal, bringing it to Congress for a straight up or down vote of like 51 out of 100 senators and Republicans are all for it. So it'll definitely pass when it comes to that. And also, they're not allowed to amend it or debate it. There will be a period where U.S. laws are examined to make sure they conform with this document's laws. Like uh, that's a little sketchy how they're going to do that but there is definitely conflict that allows corporations to sue the government for domestic laws that end up uh in conflict with these treaty laws so it's really screwy what's going on here and uh this fast track authority applies for six years to obama and his successor so uh during that time a similar agreement is going to come into place over the atlantic so you're going to have this uh, extra, this supranational authority over very serious economic issues will really affect your ability to earn a living, to compete in the marketplace, to have some independence in uh, supporting yourself and your children. This is what I am uh, inferring from the bits and pieces that we're getting here. But it's enough to scare me. Now, if it's not if it's not really that bad, then let us read it. So uh, I think I'm right to be seriously concerned. And this this uh, overlay is going to go just as it is from Japan to Germany. If you if you look at those two agreements as flip sides of the same coin, but it's a living agreement that can change the the rules within it after we ratify it. And it's a docking agreement so other countries can plug in. So if you look at the map and you look at what's covered, all that would have to happen is for China to plug in on the Pacific one, Russia to plug in on the European one. Then you have that world government, that convergence of East and West, that Zbigniew Brzezinski, Carter's national security advisor and his organization, Rockefeller's organization, the Trilateral Commission. This has been their goal and the goal of others who have infiltrated institutions of power and influence in the world. So... Yes, we have problems with Russia and China, but ultimately, this world government goal is really an economic apparatus, and that's what I feel like these trade agreements represent. So that got me worried. And then at the same time, this USA Freedom Act slipped in, and I had also been concerned about that. When when Edward Snowden came out a couple of years ago, I said, I smell a rat with that guy. I think he's getting us used to this surveillance so that when the USA Patriot Act expires in 2015, they will actually expressly institutionalize this level of mega surveillance, of metadata surveillance. And that's exactly what the USA Freedom Act did. And basically, we got that with a whimper, not a bang, recently. 
And then last week, this horrible shooting in Charleston, a 21-year-old white guy goes into a black church, Bible study, kills nine people with a gun. And you see events like this fit right into this overarching agenda. I mean, it makes you wonder how how uh, this Rahm Emanuel doctrine really works. I mean, there are there are a lot of more sinister interpretations of how these things unfold exactly according to the agendas that are being served. Uh, but regardless of how it happens, the one of the agendas, of course, is to increase racial conflict, which keeps our eye off the ball that this totalitarianism is coming down. And to me, the real goal, so that's just a tactic, but the real goal is the gun grab, which helps this, uh, uh, it disarms us physically, literally, and also mentally that you kind of give up if they really end up getting the gun. So the Charleston thing got me in a bit of a panic like that. And uh, I, I start, and then at the same time, I've noticed, really, this is all stuff that's come together over the past weeks, really, I would say, at the exact same time that all these really major things are happening, total surveillance state, this economic supranational apparatus is coming down, we have gotten into this extremely heightened uh, polarization among the people. I mean, it's black or white, it's gay or straight, it's woman or man, it's religious or non-religious. You are labeled, you are, uh, you know, you're one of us or you're a hater. So there's this stifling, because I'm a libertarian. Normally, I say something like, the government has no right to regulate marriage. You shouldn't uh, be able to give citizenship away by marrying someone. You shouldn't get tax privileges or penalties. The government shouldn't even issue marriage licenses. This is not something we need to be fighting about. Used to be I would say that and people would understand where I'm coming from. Now, when I don't uh, read the talking points of one side or another, uh, it's like a flag goes off in people's heads. You know, not one of us. There is a polarization that's happening. And the effect, in my opinion, is to make it practically impossible for us to talk to each other and, and tease out what issues are the central American issues of supporting this, uh, the Bill of Rights, the exper- the sovereign citizen uh, foundation of the American experiment, all this stuff. We can't even have the discussion that separates the stuff that is used to manipulate us, to divide us from the real issues where we could join together and uh, push back. So what does all this have to do with the Confederate flag, which I thought with all this happening and the what's all over the news, the Confederate flag, I just it just uh, it didn't seem to be an issue that would trump all these other issues. But I, I think I found a, a, a connection that ties it all together. So I'm going to tell you about that. I'm going to take your calls after the break, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750, WSB. It is only a four on the Mellish meter. It's 76 degrees outside the studio, humid, broken clouds. There are scattered showers and storms throughout the area. So keep listening to WSB Radio for the weekend weather, which is brought to you by Shoemate, the official air conditioning of summer. I'm talking about specifically as a center point, the Trans-Pacific Partnership that Obama is does now have fast track authority on. It's going to happen. 
it will basically trump the Constitution and our laws here, if not literally go in and change some of our laws. It's terrible. And I can't believe that our representatives are doing this. And and I actually read that Boehner, the Republican Speaker of the House, punished, expressly punished Republicans who voted against it by removing them from committees and that kind of thing actually said they need to be punished, which is a totally not American thing. That's like a European parliamentary thing where everybody has to vote with the party. It's super screwy. And those guys are up to no good. I'm going to Patrick. Patrick, you are on with Monica. Hey, Monica. Thanks for taking my call. You're uh, you're dead on with the totalitarian states, the pieces coming together. And what, what really blows my mind, Monica, is how people continue to elect people like Boner, excuse me, Boehner, <laughs> who... <laughs> Excuse me. I know anyway. you can't resist. It's too. It's too easy. <laughs> but they just don't represent us. And, and you know, you're, you're seeing this with Jeb Bush right now. Everybody's talking about, well, you've got to vote for him because he's a Republican. You don't want a <laughs> liberal to win. And it's like, no, I don't. I, if that's the best we can do, I won't vote. It I, makes I, no I, difference. <laughs> I mean, really, and I'm not saying like it doesn't make a difference to the voters that your ideology, what they're, the lies they're telling on both sides of the aisle are do reflect the ideology of their voters. But when they get up there, what do they do? They do, like, look, Obama. Why would Obama be killing himself to get this international trade thing, which all the liberals don't want? Because ultimately, they answer to a higher power, you know, an earthly it's, power. It's, it's, I personally think it's Obama working on his foundation that he'll have when he gets out, just like Hillary. That may be even what he thinks he's doing. I always wonder if these face jobs, the puppets, even know who their real masters are. But it's this has been part of an express plan for many decades to kind of take the, the economic power and freedom away, specifically from Americans, where we are the repository of all that and can be an example to the rest of the world is how freedom results in prosperity and equality and all that kind of stuff. They need to beat that back. And uh, and and I just think of it as a great vortex of just sucking all the money and power up to the top above the countries. Yeah. Well, and, and I think the hardest thing to comprehend is we the people like like you're saying, you know, we're we're different. The parties have different views. But I think you could find agreement on things like term limits, getting money out of politics, uh, getting corruption out. And yet those are the very specific things that they will not address. And they actually, I agree with, I don't, I don't, I am such an extreme libertarian that I don't usually advocate for particular policy fixes. I feel like there is absolutely no hope for a government that has the kind of power this government has. I don't think if you put in term limits or limited the money, they would find a way to sell their power. I think that's what they do. And, uh, and I don't see any way around it. And I've been reading what Patrick Henry wrote when we switched from the Articles of Confederation to the Constitution. And he said the experiment was over basically within eight years of when it started because we switched from the language of we the states to the language of we the people. That if we don't have the states defending our individual rights, then uh, there's no hope to control the central government. And it was in the light of that kind of thing that made me see the Confederate flag issue as... uh, being even more symbolic than people think and not of racism or of 
Southern pride, but of something uh, bigger. So I'm going to tell you that and some smoking guns of how that whole issue is as they've been manipulating us for years to come to this point. I found some good stuff digging in. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. I just got a call asking how to email me. If you want to call, call 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. But if you want to Facebook post me or tweet me at Monica Perez, tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Or if you want to email me, you can go to my website, MonicaPerezShow.com, and there's an email tab. And I check it through the show. I read posts, tweets, emails. So feel free to communicate with me that way if you don't want to call. But I ha- what I'm talking about is I see a lot of the really frenzied events going on right now as, a, a, like, I think of it as a seminal moment. Like, this is the moment that the pieces come together from the trade uh, fast-tracked trade authority to Obama, which will affect both the Pacific and the Atlantic trade agreement. Obama's and his successor's presidential power is greatly expanded by this. There's the USA Freedom Act, the surveillance state. I uh, just kind of sidled in there. Now it's the law, the law of the land. And the the constant background of a uh, theme of got to get the guns away from people. And that whole, all that combination of, of events combined with the tactic of keeping us at each other's throats makes me, by, by making nothing but labels and identity and one-off issues that really pit each other, uh, one another against each other, whereas as a libertarian, most of, all of those issues really go away because you cannot legislate anything. You can't legislate. It's really just for the libertarian law is don't touch me or my stuff. So the government can't legislate regulation, regulate marriage. It would not be able to uh, institute privilege or you know, couldn't do segregation or affirmative action. Like you have no, the government has no right to active, actively engineer society like that. And I, as a libertarian, always take that position, and I see that these extremely divisive issues take our eye off the ball from these uh, tyrannical policies that I would even give the benefit of the doubt. But the fact that especially this trade stuff is secret is is just a red flag. That should be a deal breaker right there. And when I say I feel like everything's coming together, converging at once, I'm not... I'm not saying that like the day they turn the key on this totalitarian state, the SS is going to come and drag you out of your house by your hair. I don't think it's actually going to work that way. I think what you're going to see is a gra- it's gradually going to be people are going to lose jobs or it's going to be harder to start a small business. It'll just generally be a little harder to or a lot harder, I don't know, to be to independently with any kind of autonomy provide for yourself and your family that maybe the dollar will get weaker maybe the economy will continue to be sluggish whatever it is it'll just kind of suck the life force out of us as we maybe don't even notice that our rights really have eroded to the point where 
this representative government is really just uh, uh, a sham that keeps us in line. It doesn't actually represent us. It just makes us think that we're represented so we don't make too much of a fuss. So I see all this coming together at once. And uh, some of the things that have come out of the Vatican recently and also just I've read so much stuff by people who are proud to say they're working towards a world government or a polyarchic uh, agency, they call it polyarchic, like many layers of government, including one above national sovereignty. People work to, to end national sovereignty. A lot of these guys, real respected think tank guys, say the age of national sovereignty is over. And as a total libertarian, I believe in citizen, the sovereignty of the citizen. I'm fine with that as long as there are seven billion sovereigns and not just one sovereign. You know, I don't want a world government. I want everybody and and but unfortunately, no country is really anywhere near uh, defense of the sovereign citizen other than the United States. And that's on the wane, that defense of the sovereign citizen. So I still uh, ex, uh, value the national sovereignty only to the extent that it protects the the natural rights that are enumerated in our Bill of Rights. They don't give it to us, but at least they acknowledge it. At least it's a rallying cry for us. At least we know it's clear we all agree on that. So how does this all have to do with the Confederate flag issue, which I thought was really overblown in the light of the things that are so, so important right now? And and I think of it as this. I, I'm from New York. I don't I, I didn't understand like all the charge, the emotional charge behind Confederate symbolism. And I understand that. People look at that as a racist symbol and it makes them feel bad. And I would never carry that symbol around with me for that reason. I don't like, I don't go out of my way to offend people. I have an anarcho-capitalist flag. I don't need that flag. It's the only flag I have. You can see a picture of it on my Facebook page. And then to others, it is a symbol of sovereignty, of state sovereignty, of resistance to the federal government, independence, um, rebellion, and the power elite know full well that there are two different uh, symbolic meanings of the Confederate flag. And I could and I know that I've read to the extent that they do have their um, own character, this power elite, that they like symbolism. And I and I couldn't help but feel that they say they want to lower that flag um, the, the Confederate flag because they want to eradicate the symbols of racism. But I don't believe that for a second. They exploit the racial conflict. They draw, they want that because it helps divide us, keeps us from looking at them and what they're doing. So the paralyte acts like it wants the symbol of racism to come down. But in my opinion, it's the other symbolism that they're attacking on purpose, or at least it's symbolic in itself to lower the symbol of sovereignty it, to the extent that's what that is. And I think that they, that it, it, it's, it's symbolic in itself that they kind of are raising the flag of totalitarianism while uh, acting like they're uh, fighting for the oppressed. And in, in fact, they will end up being more oppressive to all of us than um than what we have right now so i i think there is some symbolism there i do think that that issue has been uh, deliberately heightened and i have some evidence of that i'm going to get to that but first let me take some calls 404-872-0750 
1-800-WSB-TALK. I'm going to Tony in Dallas. Hi, Tony. You're on with Monica. Hold on, Tony. i got to click you a little better. There you go. Hi, Tony. Sorry. Boston liberal. (laughs) Okay, but another Boston liberal. Antonia. Are you Antonia or just Tony? I am, yes. The one on Facebook. (laughs) Awesome. No, and you've called before, and I really respect your opinion because you have said you grew up in Portugal, right? And that you have said that you that I don't know what a police state is, that they really have that there. And I understand that. And my only difference is that they those who would have total control have learned from those lessons that you can't go off half cocked, that you have to wait for all the pieces to come into place. So you want to talk me off the ledge. That's awesome. Go for it. Cool. Well, well, I'll bring up your four options because you were talking about like free trade. You were talking about gun Gun rights, uh, gay marriage, and Confederate flags. So I'll just let's start with the free trade one. Personally, I feel you know the Republicans are supporting this because a lot of the Republicans think after the next the 2016 elections they're going to win the White House and whoever it's going to be is going to be the one in charge of making the trade. So I think that's the reason they're supporting. The so, but why is Obama supporting it? Why is I he even supporting that, that trade deal? I actually don't know, but you know I'm as a Democrat, I don't really support it. But you also have to remember during Bill Clinton's time. When we passed NAFTA, it was also a Republican House in Congress running the show. So you have to, and Republicans have always been pro big business as far as us. You don't think I'm pro Republican, do you, Tony? No, no, I, no, honestly, no. I, uh, that's why I like listening to your show. Oh, okay, no, because they're they're selling us down the river too. I mean, if I had to choose somebody's lies, I'd choose theirs, but they are not doing us any favors. True that. And as far as the other thing about gun rights and Confederate yeah. flag, I got no problem with Confederate flag. I honestly don't. But let's be honest about it. Mississippi, I believe the flag was raised in 1870, uh, which is right after the Civil War, which I have no problem with. But in Alabama, uh, Miss, I think it was Carolina, Alabama, even Georgia. Like Georgia, was, their Confederate flag was put on the, their flag in 1956. I believe uh, South Carolina's was 1960. What was happened during that time? That was uh, the Civil Rights Movement. So I think that was a, a racist move by whites uh, towards the Civil Rights Movement. So that's why I have an issue with those flags in those particular states. I think mean, they should be brought down uh, from the courthouse. But I have no problem. I don't think anybody waving the flag, Southern people, are racist or anything like that. So I don't have a problem with that. I, I have a lot to say about uh, just I think that it is a very deliberately divisive, provocative, inflammatory action. It's a tactic that's being used. I have a couple of uh, examples of how we are being, has to be deliberately manipulated by this issue. And as I read into it, yeah, there's just no question that uh, there was a lot of racism and that that symbol offends people. So I don't like it, but there is... There, there is the symbolism of sovereignty and that kind of stuff. But I don't, I don't care. I don't want to get into that battle about that. I, all I want to talk about, I'm going to let you finish. But later, when I talk about this, I'm not going to talk about who's right on that. I'm going to talk about how we're all being played by getting worked up about this. So keep moving, Tony. Next. All right. Okay. Then we talk. uh, No, I've been arguing yesterday with people on Facebook about the whole gay marriage thing. I'm pro. Being from Massachusetts, uh, pro gay marriage. Also, I will say, you know, with Mass- I think you agree, Massachusetts is probably one of the most liberal states in the country. And liberal people, we haven't tried to force Catholics or any other Christians to marry gays in their church. It's still up to the individual church to decide. So that's not going to change. But I know that's one of the fear a lot of Christians I've heard. No, they're going to be forced to marry gays and stuff. But why not just not have the government regulate that? Why can't it just be a private church, social, whatever? 
Okay, let me ask you something. Uh, and when you talk about liberal uh, libertarian rights and the government staying out of it, are you talking about the federal government or the state? Government? Well, there are definitely there are two different ways to look at it. I, as libertarian, I say no government has that right. But it is crystal clear to me that the Tenth Amendment reserves the right to regulate marriage to the states. Okay, but okay, let's get back to that then. As far as the whole state thing, right? Do you honestly believe? If the federal government didn't step in in the 50s, in the 60s, the blacks would have the, the Jim Crow laws and stuff like that. Those, field. Yes, those governments were making laws against what private people can do. They were saying that you can't have a soda fountain and not... Uh, and allow it to integrate. You had to segregate. And that's absolutely 100% wrong. You can't tell private people what to do. And you can't tell them that they can't. And that's a pretty inflammatory thing to say. But once you start saying that the government can tell you one way or the other, that's no good. I got to take a break. But I got lots more calls, lots more issues. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. It's going to be a little better tomorrow. 86 will be the high, a little bit less humid. Stay tuned to WSB for weekend weather brought to you by Shoemate, the official air conditioning of summer. Gonna go to Alan. Alan in Atlanta, you are on with Monica. Hi there. Hi, Alan. Uh, Basically, I think this is a stepping stone for them. Uh, Once they get at a pass, say Obama gets out of office, what's his next job? It just might be head of the Trade Commission, of uh, the International Trade. And once they get that, and he, then they sit there and say, well, you know, guns are a bad thing. If you want to do trade with us, you need to get rid of your guns. And that's you know, I think thing. Kerry did sign the uh, small arms ban or whatever regulation with the U.N. that Congress has to ratify it in particular before it goes through. But, yeah, they, there already is a world gun legislation. Hmm? When the trade goes through, they won't have to do it. They'll have their own rules and regulations, and we'll have to abide by them according to this treaty, right? Well, that's what I can glean. You, you're not allowed to read it, so I can't see what's rumor and what's true. Honestly, you know, I don't mean to be cruel or insensitive, but every night I go to bed, I pray for somebody to nuke Washington, D.C. Oh, no, I, you can't do that. No, no, I, no. I, honestly, if you're going to... You, you can't... What? Alan, I lost Alan. Um, maybe you can't say stuff like that on the air. Yeah, don't say stuff like that on the air. It's super uh, uncool. Let me go to uh, Robert in Atlanta. Robert, you're on with Monica. Hey, yeah, that was quite a comment. <laughs> I know. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I can't imagine he meant it, but okay, go. But, um, yeah, one of my concerns, I think we're already in totalitarian dictatorship in a police state. Um, you just look at the debt we have and we're indentured service we're not a free person anymore um what, what i'm really concerned about nobody seems to look at obamacare from a faith issue our, our mind our body our heart and soul belongs to our creator and the government has no business telling you what modality of medical care to go to I've, I've gone to chinese doctors for years and i have no interest in going to a western doctor I, I did that for years too but i should have the freedom to go to the healer of my choice all right so but that's not what you were calling about weren't you calling about well, you, I mentioned that to your screener, but um, I didn't mention the Confederate flag because you seem like you were done with that. Oh, I, I want to talk about that a little bit. I know it's controversial, but I feel like 
Uh, it was a bit of a of a setup, but make your comment. I'm going to go to a break, and I'll address it after when I come back. What do you got? Hey, real quick, gun. Uh, Ninety years, the American flag for a safe slave country. Um, the Japanese, you know, that that symbol too has people that don't like it. You know, so you know, it's a, it's a question of sensitivity, but it, it means different things to different people. Yeah, that is a good point. All right, thank you, Robert. I'm going to address these issues right after the break. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is Monica Perez. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.